Good morning. Welcome to First Cup 633, the podcast that will take us on a journey to start the day with Jesus and make him first priority in every aspect of our lives. Matthew 633 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. I'm Elder Shayla Payne. Grab yourself a cup of whatever your favorite morning beverage is and let's get started. So today we're talking about something that I think we'll all be able to relate to. Um, This is the first day of our new series, which is seeing Jesus in the Old Testament. He's never absent and we're never alone. But today specifically, we are going to be talking about the image of God. And I'll have to admit and be a little transparent in this moment that this is um, a lesson or this was something that I really struggled with. Um, before starting the podcast and so um, just kind of bear with me I'm gonna be a little transparent this morning so for a very long time I struggled with um, image with um, trying to keep up a certain image or a certain persona that had been placed on myself and placed on my family I believe for a very long time and so I found myself consistently and constantly trying to keep up this image that had been um, uh, placed on me or literally almost it felt as though it was stuck on me and so I was trying to walk in and live in and be in an image or be something that I was not and so one of the greatest deliverances and I always share this with so many people that I have the opportunity to minister to one of the greatest deliverances that ever took place in my life was to be delivered from the opinions or the um, labels of other people. Um, That was something that I struggled with for such a long time. Um, And being able to walk into what I believe is um, the truth of who God has called me to and just be who God has called me to be and who he designed and so intricately ordained me to be and created me to be was such a liberating and freeing moment in my life and you know I think that you know even a little bit further to be a little bit more transparent at times um, I'll be honest and say that I still have um, a little bit of a struggle with that because you know um, before showing up on the first day of school or meeting a future employer we all have these moments where we make such an effort to look our best or to look um, um, what we believe other people think that we should look like. And as many people say, first impressions are most important, right? Or sometimes we'll hear first impressions or lasting impressions. And many of us spend a great deal of our time trying to keep up an image that either we have created for ourselves or we've allowed others to create for us. But as citizens of God's kingdom, we're called to reflect the image of the king, right? And so the reflection of God's image should be something that emerges from us naturally, right? The moon doesn't try to be a nightlight. It simply reflects the light of the sun naturally, right? So our reflection should be continuous and not momentary patches of light, right? We tend to get preoccupied sometimes with whether 
people think well of us or not or um, we get our preoccupied with other people's opinions about our lives about who we are about um, just really overall our whole persona and our our um, lives end up being this continuous um, almost like uh, the, the hamster on the wheel chasing after something that we'll never attain or never reach but we're constantly trying to reach it and constantly trying to be it and constantly trying to walk in it instead of coming to that place or that liberating um, um, divine moment so to speak where God breaks that yoke off of us because that's what I consider it a yoke of bondage that the enemy has used to entrap us to believe that we could ever possibly live up to other people's expectations of us and so we have to get into the place where we live in and walk in the image of who God created us to be and so um, as uh, uh, kingdom citizens, um, one of the greatest joys for a citizen in God's kingdom is to be about what others think of God. And so that needs to be our mindset, not what about other people um, so much think about me or walking in some image that other people have has created for me, but what do other people think of the God in me? What when they see me, you know, looking into a mirror, you can see whether or not you look sad. You can see whether or not you look happy. You can see whether or not you look mad, upset, or depressed. And our lifestyle also speaks volumes about us. You know, what kind of language we use, the music we listen to, how we interact with the young, the old, and everybody in between. You know, we were created in the image of God. And whether we are male or female, God created us in his image. But what does it mean to be created in his image? What does God look like? And so we kind of want to park today in um, the book of Genesis chapter 2 verses 1 through 25. But specifically, we're going to um, drink from Genesis 2 and 7. And it says, Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. The first chapter of the Bible, Genesis 1, documents the well-known record of the creation of the heavens and the earth, right? And just one single chapter chronicles the coming of light, the forming of land masses, the creation of every star in the heavens, every creature within the vast oceans, every variety of plant, every animal found in the sky or on the land, and above all these, God's crowning masterpiece humanity right and so since um none of us has actually seen god <coughs> excuse me we don't really know what he looks like um but the image that we read about in genesis is not a physical image right when we read that mankind was created in god's image it doesn't mean that we have um, God's eyes. It doesn't mean that we have God's nose. It doesn't mean that the shape of our face is just like his, right? Being created in God's image means that we were created to be like him. We were created to be loving. We were created to be faithful. We were created to be merciful, to be righteous, to be holy we were created to reflect the attributes of god the intent was to express his nature 
And so in this first chapter of Genesis 1, we see this crowning masterpiece where God um, creates um, all of these wonderful, beautiful things. And then the, 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 <coughs> the culminating, I'm so sorry, the culminating of this is humanity. And in Genesis 2, we kind of circle back to take a more detailed look at the circumstances surrounding God's most unique and special handiwork. Um, the original Hebrew words are ish and isha, which, which is man and woman, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve were created differently from any other creature God had made, right? Scripture tells us that Adam and Eve were created in the image of God after God's likeness. And no matter how wonderful or awe-inspiring any other creatures of this earth may be, none but man has been created in God's image. Humanity alone has been given the capacity and the, the command to worship God. We have received a conscience and the ability to make moral decisions. We get the privilege to glorify God. And so we received something. We, we were given something that no other creature in this earth was uh, was given and so um uh, uh, then we see where God blesses Adam and Eve and and he he made them uh his vice regents his representative rulers they were commanded to have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth and God placed Adam and Eve into the garden of Eden and he said to work it and keep it and they had access to God they had human companionship they had purpose and responsibility and they had food in variety and abundance and yet still the the tempter the enemy found them open to doubting God's words and considering other options um, God created Adam and Eve as portraits of himself in his image he placed them on this beautiful canvas that he had created and he 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 literally painted a picture of himself he he drew a picture of himself so to speak and they were god's image bearers in the world but because adam and eve chose to walk in their own wisdom and disobey god's command god's image in them became marred it became disfigured and hard to recognize in humanity and that you know kind of uh makes me uh think about some things concerning us you know um do we actually reflect um those attributes of god do we reflect god's faithfulness do we ref do we reflect the mercy uh, of god the righteousness of god the holiness of god the loving of god you know do we reflect this god of love we 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 quote that we say that all the time that god is love and you know that god loves us but do we reflect those attributes do we reflect the image of god you know when sin entered the world in the garden of eden that image became tarnished um the image was blurred like a a photograph taken out of focus and when sin entered the world the image of man no longer reflected the image of god but god's plan in creating mankind was for us to reflect his image so he made a way for us to be brought back into focus to be restored to his image he he um he he he, he takes this 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 uh more disfigured 
hard to recognize um, creature that he has created and then he offers up a remedy so the only remedy was for God to draw again the image of himself the only remedy was him for him to paint another portrait so to speak of of the image of himself which came through Jesus Christ and and Jesus God's only son came to show us a new portrait a perfect portrait an obedient portrait of who God is and he reflects all of the attributes of God the Father so if we want to see what God looks like we need to look at Jesus right so when we look at Jesus, we see the image of God. And it's only in the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ do we find the image of God fully and sinlessly represented, right? And so the the, the um, Gospels give us a clear picture of Jesus. And by looking at Jesus through the Gospels, by seeing um, um uh, the things that he did and listening to the words that he spoke and learning the things that he taught we can also see a clear picture of our heavenly father we can see that clear picture we can have that example we can have that 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 image that we can look at and say okay this is what we're supposed to look like as the body of christ as a citizen of the kingdom and when we invite jesus into our lives by accepting him as our lord and our savior when we turn from our sin and follow him we receive the gift of salvation and when we accept that gift we begin the process of what is called sanctification and sanctification means being made holy or set apart for um, um for god and so it is a process that continues throughout our lives as the holy spirit transforms us into the likeness or image of jesus you know um uh uh now that um jesus has willingly accepted the consequences for our sin you know the stuff that that we have that that nature in us the the, the messed up us the marred us the the um disfigured us the hard to recognize us at times jesus took that and he bore that sin on the cross and everybody who believes in him can be as uh, ephesians 4 and 24 says created after the likeness of god in true righteousness and holiness he is the image of the invisible god and he is the last adam who will be crowned king forever and whose majesty is above earth and heaven and so although um, that process of sanctification will not be totally completed until jesus returns one of my favorite scriptures uh, is uh, he that hath begun a good work in me shall complete it he shall perform it he shall um, um, uh, perfect it until the day of jesus christ so although that process of sanctification won't be totally completed until jesus returns from the moment that we receive salvation um, we once more begin to reflect the image in which we were created which is the image of god our heavenly father and so I just wanted to encourage us with this uh, teaching on today, you know, that um, that uh, Adam's corrupted image of God affected all uh, born from him. 
all of us. It affected all of us. The Apostle Paul, he explained that sin came into the world through the first Adam and brought death to all, right? And so Adam could not fix the problem of sin in his life. He could only live in the faith that God would provide salvation for him. We cannot fix the problem of sin in our lives except to as uh, the, the the apostle says in galatians 2 and 20 live by faith in the son of god who loved us and gave himself for us and paul says that the first adam was a pattern of the one to come that adam was one man who represented all of humanity but there was another man who represented all of the man humanity jesus christ and he is called the second adam and in Adam, all creation is marred and broken, yes. But in Christ, we are made new. Adam disobeyed God's command at a tree and brought sin, yes. But Christ obeyed God's command at a tree, the cross, and brought healing. In Adam, I will always walk in disobedience, yes. But in Christ, I can walk in his righteousness. Christ, the second Adam, has restored all that ha that was ruined. He, re he restored it all. All that was ruined, all that was marred, all that was broken, Christ restored. And our only redemption is in Christ, the image of God, the creator and sustainer of all things. So the only image that you need to uh, uh, attain or, or run after, or the only image that you have to, um, to walk in you know, and you don't even, uh, uh, it's not even that great of a, of, a, of a weight. You know, once you receive Christ as your personal Savior, you receive that image, that likeness of God through the Holy Spirit. And every day he is sanctifying you. Every day he is, he, he is completing the work that he began in you. He is perfecting it. He is performing it and he will do that until the day of Jesus Christ. And so we don't have to uh, continue to try to hold up images or personas that other people have placed on us. We can walk in the image and the likeness of God, our creator. And so let me pray with you on today before we close. Father, we thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your willing sacrifice. Thank you that although we're unable to repair our own broken nature, you offer us your life in place of death. You offer us your forgiveness to remove the earned wages of our sin. Help us to remember that we cannot change our condition by our own effort and instead remind us to simply lay down our striving and to rest in your completed work of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. To connect with Sin for the Women or SFW Ministries, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or you can visit us on our website at www sinforthewomenministries.org. Join us again tomorrow. Grace and peace to all of you.